say. And I'm feeling great. Yeah, fuck it, I'm feeling great. 24 today, by the way. It's your birthday. <laughs> it is your birthday. Tell me why I was expecting you to hop on the beat. Today, by the way. You're I was lying. expecting a, a, bridge, a D Thack original. Oh my god! I said I put a little surprise for your birthday. <laughs> I did not know that, that my, was going to be the intro. I, I was like, I know damn well that you know this song. I know damn well you know they're about to say twenty four, which you're about to be tomorrow. Right? No, I thought I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't really tell what it was though. Sorry, How could you not word. tell what it was? Yeah, hilarious. God, but anyway, I'm sitting here crying. Welcome back to Diamond Dale. Welcome back. It's and almost my birthday. Yeah, and we're leaving for vegas today but as of you all listening to this her I'm birthday so is the following monday so august 9th happy birthday this is the first happy birthday you're gonna get this year it's uh the first time i'm telling you this year so yeah it's gonna be actually it's not because i already gave you one of my fucking gifts i know dude i i get this from my family though this is the problem is like once once I have your gift in I'm hand, the same way. I, wanna I just want to give it to you. The fact that I haven't given you this other gift, I'm shocked. Can I get it today before we go? I mean, you're, it's not going to make a difference whether I give it to you today or I give it to you Monday. You're not going to be able to utilize it. I just it like gifts, this, though. You're not going to be able to utilize it this weekend. I can promise you that. So? But anyway, guys. Dominique is now 24 years old. How do you feel? Old. Do you feel? 24 it's not old first of all so it's just what's crazy to me is that like when you're younger and you think about yourself at 24 years old like yeah you're when you're like 12 11 like you're wow you're 24 like wow you're an adult like i always told myself like yeah you know like you're gonna have your first kid by your like 20 by your like by the time you're 23 like i always told myself i want to be pregnant at 23 have my first kid at 24 have another kid at like 26 have another kid at like 27 28 and then be done i've always you're gonna have three yeah i've always thought that i've always thought that i would be pregnant and ready to be a mom right now and Boy, am I glad that that has okay. changed. So, so that's what you thought when you were young. So, like mm-hmm. now, like when you it's think, just so crazy to think about it. Yeah, like but now, like when you think about you yourself want. at like forty, how do you picture yourself now? Like at forty, mm-hmm. I honestly can't even envision myself at forty. I don't know. I don't like. I picture can't. myself any different now, and I think that that's like what changes. Like the older that's you how get, I feel too. Like I don't imagine like. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying I don't want to have children because I, you know, like, things change and I am still young and, you know, and... But, like, I haven't had them my whole life, so, like, they're not in my... Like, when I look at the future now, I don't see them. But, like, I think about a life with kids and I think about how, like, exhausting and, like, (laughs) mentally and physically demanding that is. Like, just to think about, like... Okay, so here's this baby on this earth now that you are now responsible for but not only that like everything you do everything you feed say do around them is going to have a huge impact on them like if like i feel like with our generation well i don't i don't know if we're in the same generation or not i get what you're saying like we are though but like just like i feel like we have such a better um like 
idea of like mental health and like you know where it stems from and like you know everything stems from childhood majority of the time like if something traumatic has happened to you as a kid odds are like you will feel that for the rest of your life and that to me is like hell no I don't want to have to be responsible for someone's mental health someone's well-being like no does not sound appealing and like what's crazy is that like I was just talking about this um, at work because yesterday I have a coworker. She's like almost 50. She has no kids. She's taking a trip to Portugal all by herself. Like going to go back. She's single. She's married. Going to go okay. backpack and. But she's not going with her husband. Stay she's to going po- Portugal. For, yeah, she does this. She goes on two to three week trips to different countries by herself. That's cool. Takes just what she needs and she goes. And she was like, you know, like I have never regretted not having children she was like, you know, the thought of having kids sickens me. She's like, I am 50 years old, and every day I get asked, like, oh, my God, like, did you regret not having kids? And every day I tell people, like, no. It's, like, one of the best decisions I could have ever made for myself was to not have children. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people look at it, I feel like it's just an easy thing to make, oh, that's selfish. But at the end of the day, like, is it because I'm not – and here's the thing. Like, if, let's say, we, we decided we're not going to have children – and then five years down the road, we accidentally have one. The thing is, like, it's not like we're going to be like, oh, right. well, fuck this kid. Right. Like, like if something were to it's happen. More, but, like, it's more selfish to have a child exactly. and not take care of it than me just say, exactly. I don't want to. I would rather. That's the thing is that we would still take care of it. Yes. But. But at that point, it's because yeah. you're obligated, not because you want to. No, but as, as soon as it happens, and I feel like, like you'd be like, okay, I want yeah, to. Yeah, I was talking to my friends, too. And, like, you know. because you have friends? I, at work, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of friends at this job. I'm actually, like, I have some good news for the listeners, too, at this job. But anyways, okay. we'll get there in a second. Because I have a couple stories about my job. It's been hilarious lately. But um, as I was saying, like, talking to this woman I work with, she, like, we were just talking. And she was like, you know, like, how old are you going to be? I told her 24. She's like, wow, you're so young, you know, like, whatever. And then we just started talking about kids. And then I told her, like... I get asked on a daily basis, every day at work, like, first off, are you married? If you're not married, are you engaged? If you're not engaged, do you at least have a boyfriend? And do you have children? And if you don't have children, when are you going to have children? Like, I get asked that. Every patient that I go into, like, they ask me that. And I was telling my coworkers, like, you know, like, I just find that frustrating because I am more than a baby factory. I am more than just someone who is going to reproduce, like... And that's just so crazy that that has always been what women have been viewed as. I d- as just baby factories. Like as soon as- but it's not just... I think that now it's at the point where it's not just women. I get your point that you're saying here. But like I get asked all the time, like, am I married? Do you have kids? Are you When are you going to have kids? It's like, why is and that... I think that it's just... Like, at this point, we've been conditioned this way because society says... But society has the outline, go to school, get married, have kids, retire... And literally, like it's just, it's, it's a cycle. Life. Everyone should have it. And I, I think that going back to, like, what you said about the generational thing about mental health, I think our generation also has a better handle on, let me, like, like let, let me, me go after what I want to go right. after first. And that's not to say that there isn't people out there who do have kids young still, 
or who right. aren't successful young parents because right. there are and we know I some. see the beauty in having kids young too. yeah I it, see that beauty I'm like goes both, you know look at my parents man right like, do whatever my the fuck mom they want too now. is like my mom is not even she's not that old like no she my dad just turned 50 this right. year like and he's gonna retire it's like having kids your brother and Shelby too is like having kids at a young age there is a beauty in that for sure like yes of course you're younger and you know it's obviously I feel like it is a bigger struggle having kids at a younger age just because I feel like you're also growing at the same time yeah. like, like you're, you're still figuring together. out who you are as a person while you're trying to raise this human you're raising the kid and the kid's raising you exactly. simultaneously exactly so like but the fact of like age when the kid is raised that is the beauty of it is like when your kid is out of the house and whatever you're only going to be what in your 40s 30s like you're not mm. even going to be that old but versus me if i have kids when i'm planning on having kids if i ever have kids which is after 30 years old like i'm gonna be a 50 year old person sitting at my even that argument though like the high school the argument of well when i'm 50 uh, my kids already be at the house that that's a good argument and i can see their point however but that too (laughs) but it's also not that simple because right now we legitimately have zero responsibilities except taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Even though me and my brother have been out of the house for years now, my mom and dad obviously still worry about us. Right. And if, if we need anything, they would help us. They're there. And right. not only that, but now you have grandkids in the mix. Exactly. You never have that time to literally just focus on you, yourself, or you and your significant right. other. Like, this life is my life. And, you know, like, I'm not going to know any other life but the life I'm living. So why... You know, why do things that I don't want to do? I'm never going to experience life from, you know, your anyone else's point mm-hmm. of view but my own. And if I don't want kids, I don't need to have kids. And I don't need to justify it to people. Do you like, ever think about, though, like how crazy of a thought that is that you only see life from your own point of view? It's crazy. Like, it, 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 Everyone it's has so, their own internal like, thoughts and struggles and like... Like, that's it. It's like, insane. It's insane that, that every everyone, person... Honestly, it's crazy that we coexist to the level we do. Without more mass murders. I know. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of them. But honestly, the fact that more people don't just snap from their own internal thoughts all the time well, they is do. astounding. People do. I'm aware. But I, it should be more common. Than, it should be like the most common thing. Yeah. It should be more common than just people functioning and That's shoving crazy shit down. Too, is like nobody, like, nobody's ever going to feel or understand you. I will never feel what you feel, understand what you... Because like, everyone processes things it's just differently. So and just that we yeah. all... And, like, me and you, like, we coexist. Like, we live in the same house, same... We do the same shit. But we, you and I have completely different thoughts, different yeah. things going on in the day. Like, it is just so even, crazy. To even, even if you take it off it, even if you went from the time we wake up to the time we went to bed, me and you did the exact same thing at the exact same time, but we would have different enjoyment if levels. If you asked me we about my day, would perceive it differently. Like, if you were to be like, hey, like, how was your day, Dale? And how was your day, Dami? Like, explain it to me. I feel like we would have completely different yeah. responses. We could, ha- we could have one other person on this podcast in the conversation and both of us would perceive that conversation differently. Completely different. And that's so weird because it's, we're both hearing the same things. So. And I, that is where so... And many problems lie, though. Yes. It's it, it's just your own because interpretation. Because I'm taking it a certain way, and then I may get mad and take it as, like, wow. Like, that was fucked up. But you may take it as, wow, like, you know, that is actually, a, you know, a good way of looking at it. Or, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Like, and so I'll take it as, like, this is how I usually am. Is like, fuck that person. Screw them. Like, they just, you know, are rude. They just said the meanest thing. Where you would be, like, 
no dom like that's not what it was like it was they were just you know giving advice like they weren't coming at you in any kind of way like it's just crazy how we take situations and spin them to whatever makes sense to us and it's also like other factors in life in that moment like you could have had a bad had a bad morning or like just the smallest things can shift it because like i was gonna ask like who do you think's quicker to get angry but i think that it's it's, yeah it's i i would agree for the most part but i do think it's also a situational thing Mm -hmm. where it's it's just yeah it kind of a lot of factors at play because like i I told you yesterday you shift my energy i do i am for the most part a very positive happy go lucky guy but like you aren't even doing it towards anything you just have like this fucking cloud over you sometimes and then you get mad that I react to that. And I'm not even reacting to it. It just brings me down to another level where I'm not even saying anything or, like, being an asshole or anything. Then all of a sudden you're mad at me. I'm like, the f- you're the reason I'm in this weird little funk. Right. But I am taking steps towards, like, recognizing the fact that we perceive things differently. We do. We process things differently. So, like, I am making conscious efforts to, like, and step like back and make, okay. It's crazy, like, what triggers people. Mm-hmm. too like what triggers you know this is like certain responses off the I, cuff and we're about to get off topic but if you want to finish your thought go ahead but then i have a question to ask you no we can stop because this isn't even like what i wanted to talk about yeah this is going like back we just to, got like into a weird for sure it's about family and societal yeah, shit but yeah it's like more about having kids because i feel like this is my time it was back to my birthday i'm 24 i don't want kids right now i don't have any plans of having children like I was people going back to your birthday. who want to ask me about when i want kids the answer is never never ever 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 as of right now never i want to start doing i want a this dog thing <laughs> every year like on my birthday where like i really like take into account like the things that i did over like the past yeah, year I do. and i also want to like look forward like what do i want to do this year mm-hmm. so i would like to ask you dominique what, what are some things in the last 12 months that have like really been big impacts in your life and like what what are like the big things from 23 that stand out to you well from 23 obviously i would say moving in general or like starting traveling like leaving my old job uh-huh. my old job in general like 2020 like with being me being 23 like the columbus job yeah it's like my last job like i feel like that job was probably the best thing to ever happen to me I feel like yes, it Why? was it was the most stressful job. Like, and like you know me being like, like one of the charge nurses at like, I felt like twenty three for me was a very good year for my nursing career wise. Yes, like career wise, I feel like I made big strides and I've learned a lot as a nurse in the past year. Like that job in Columbus, the people were fantastic. I learned like so much information and so now i'm at this job where i'm traveling now and like you guys don't know this but they have been begging me to stay here and i've been telling them like no i want to keep traveling i want to keep traveling like the money the money is good the money is good but then i was talking to one of my patients who his sister does something similar to what i do and she has to pay like 10 to 15 grand in taxes every year because i'm not getting taxed really that much so you know, I was like, damn, like, just thinking, like, maybe I should take a position here, like, whatever. So, at my job, you know, we have the floor nurses, and then we have the supervisors, the people who 
obviously supervise the floor nurses. Well, we have one, right? Like we have one person who's leaving to move to California. So my my boss at my job that I'm at has been begging me to stay so that this position came available. And she told me like, hey, Dom, like, look, I've got to have you like I want you on our team, but I want you in a supervisor role. So like I just feel like because of my you know, my past job in Columbus, working in that hospital and learning the stuff I have, I have come to this job and I have, I have hit the ground running. Like these people at this job, they think that I am like great. Like they think I'm great and I love it because I feel like I am a confident nurse. I know I'm a strong nurse. I know when I, when I am on the floor, my patients are well taken care of. Like, and I know that and they know that. And I give it all, really, I. it's all because of my old job. So are you going to so tell them say, your news? Oh, yeah, I took the position. I told them I would do it. I told them, you know, like, obviously pay is what is a huge factor for me. I said, you know, the cost of living in Colorado is, like, extreme compared to where we're from. So she worked it out with me. I gave her a number, and she actually met me, like, right where I wanted to be. Not I a dollar think the less. cost of living is that extreme. It's different. not, but the place we live now, we could have lived in Columbus for is, the same. Price. It is if you're looking for a long term situation or you're looking to buy. Like if you were looking to buy yeah. in this area, you better think again. Like I'm like I have looked at homes on Zillow because I I get curious to know because I want to own a home. Like after this apartment, my goal is to own a home. Like I want my own home. I want to do my own space. I want to renovate it how I want it. I want everything how you and I want it to be. But looking at these homes, like you look at them and you compare homes from back home on Zillow. Like you can get a house in Columbus, you know, just where we were, like maybe in Gahanna for maybe 160, 170, but the house is all renovated. It's updated. It, you know what I mean? Like it may be an older home, but at the end of the day, like they have it looking really nice on and the I inside. Looking like three. And that's 170, 180. And then you come out here and you look at homes who, that are not renovated, that have old ass wood or maybe old ass carpet, ugly ass wall colors, like horrible trimming. trimming. And they're like maybe three hundred to four hundred thousand dollar homes. Like that is crazy to me. So and like even like renting places, like no it's similar to I feel like renting is always expensive, like no matter where you go. Right. It's you're you know that you are paying more than you probably should be because you're renting. But the beauty of renting, look at us. Like we just walked into this place and our dishwasher busted, our AC busted, our showers busted, and we don't have to pay for any of it. But if this was our home, we'd, we'd be paying it. a pretty penny to fix all this shit. Yes. However, but they we would have also done, done inspections. inspections and shit. But the AC would have passed. Mm. That AC know. would have passed the inspection. I'm telling, I think it would have, because it was totally fine. Like, I feel like that would have been, we would have been fucked if we owned this place and our AC would have done that. I think that they have to go more in depth than just, does it turn on? I don't know. I'm not quite sure how it works, but yeah. So, 
right. So, so anyways, I got, I got the job. And I so career-wise, I feel like I have flourished and it's only going up from here. I feel like this job is going to give me a lot of opportunity for growth. But I also know I have traveling in my back pocket. So if this job pisses me off or I'm not into it, right, I'm leaving. Like, And I also have learned this year to stand my ground. Like, I'm, And I haven't fully learned that yet. I feel like it's hard to... Tell people you care about no and to, like, you know, set boundaries. But I feel like that is something that is so important in mm-hmm. this life is, like, setting boundaries with people like at this job. Like, setting boundaries. Like, I told them yesterday, like, look, I don't pick up shifts. Don't even waste your energy asking me because the answer is no right now. And they want a supervisor who will pick up shifts. And I was like, well, you, like, if you want me in this job, like, great. Like, when I'm here my three days a week, like, the job will get done. I thought I would you do wanted a good to pick job. up shifts. But no, like if I want to pick up, I will, I will, I will seek it. Like you know, I will seek it out. Yeah, but do not ask me, me every, every day, day to pick up shifts because I will get irritated. Like my last job knew that too. Like if I want to pick up shifts, you know, because I may want to. It's not like a solid no, but it's like I will come to you. I don't want to be. Fucking I don't want to be asked about it. about it because when I'm at work, I have realized that I am a very vulnerable person. And what, I, what do you mean by that? I have a very hard time saying no to certain people. I have a hard time saying no to anyone. Like, I have a hard time saying no to certain people. Like, not to you, not to, like, my sister. Well, even my sister sometimes. You're about like, the only one I don't feel bad to say like, no to. Like, I think you might be the only one that I don't feel bad saying no to, too. It's like, I would tell you no all day long. I don't care what. Why is that? Because we're comfortable. Yeah. And I know, like, if I tell you no... You're not going to feel some type of way about it. Like, I don't want people to think of me as, like, you know, in a negative way, really. So, like, when it comes to my mom, when it comes to my sister, when it comes to Carlos, when it comes to my job, like, things people ask me to do that I probably don't want to do, I really will just probably suffer through it because I feel bad saying no. Or that is stopping this year. Like, if I don't want to do something, I'm not doing it. Period. Like, if I don't want to go... Like, take a trip somewhere with people. I don't even have a good example. But, like, like going back home, for example. When we go back home, for you, it's easy because you oh, go... Oh, everyone everyone is in one place. spot. For me, or it's close, not. I mean, so, I do have friends who are obviously in Columbus, right. too, but they're making the trip home. Exactly. Like we, and, and I also planned... Because we didn't know that you were coming home at the same time either. It just you just kind of said, "Yeah, I'll come." Yeah. I was gonna go by myself, and I was planning it around the fact that everyone will be together. So it is. I made it easier on myself. See, for me, it's harder because I have family everywhere, and that's the issue that I face. Is like going home for me. It, yeah, I'm excited to see my family. I love them. I'm excited to see them, but it's more. It's stressful. Yeah. It is a stressful time. Like, it's not like, oh, hey, I'm going home to relax. Like, no, it's, hey, I'm going home, and I'm going to be run ragged. Like, I am trying to go see my friends. Like, I want to go hang out with my friend Morgan. I want to go out with her. I haven't seen her in a long time. So, like, I'm making that, like, my priority. And, like, I know that that probably shouldn't be my priority. My priority should be my family. But I am still making time for them. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, like... I want to go have a good time with my friends. I want to go out in Cleveland. I haven't seen my friend in a really long time. We haven't gone out just me and her in a really long time. That's what I want to do. And I'm not going to feel bad about it because I was feeling guilty for spending two days with her. 
when I know I have we to see the trip like when I know too. I have to see my mom, I have to see my sister, my grandparents, Carlos, and they all live in different areas. That's that that is what sucks. Where it's hard. I, I only care to see realistically my parents and then my brothers yeah so it's like and they can all come to the same place then they do and like it's great and i also like i want to see your family too but i the thing is like i know i'll see your family because they're coming out and 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 they're all right there like and then like no but just like when you go to your place like everyone comes yeah like everyone and it's not even just because we're there it's like a daily thing like people just stop by your dad's or you know your brother and shelby and the kids stop by like i know do you like that i do like, I do. I if, don't. If, if it was my home, no. See, I was gonna say, though, <laughs> like, if I was, if like we if did I was decide your parents, one day, no, I wouldn't like it. <laughs> see, no. though, I would. Like, if one day we did have kids and like they're grown and they just randomly pop in, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, no, I don't, all right, let's I don't go, care come on in. in. Like, if my brother like, pops over, your sister comes by. It's hard like, to say when you don't have kids, but I am somebody who like I do not like when people pop up on me. I do not like it. Like, if you were coming over or you want to hang out, you got to give me a heads up. Because I am a flake. Like the, see, I, I want, am a flake, and I know I'm a flake. I have a decent-sized family that I wouldn't care if they popped in, and a handful of friends. Like, if you just stop by, I'd be like, all right, what's up? Yeah, see, I'm different in that sense. Like, I don't care if you want to come, but I would. I just like to know. Like, hey, you're coming by. Like, okay, cool. Because I think of things differently. Like, I like to make sure I look okay. The house is clean. Like... That's where my head is at. Like, if you're going to pop in, like, I don't want you coming into a hot-ass mess. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess with your parents and, and, and Shelby and Jacob, it doesn't matter. Like, your parents don't care what they see, you know? Right. Like, that's not a big deal. But, like, just friends coming over, like, no. I would like the courtesy of you telling me. Like, my mom used to do that, too. Like, just trying to, Carlos, too, would just try to, like, pop up on us to give us stuff. And I would be like, damn, like. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like people popping up on me. I like to know what's going on. All right. So we got your career strides. You learned to set boundaries. Yeah. Setting boundaries. And what happened in 23? At 23. I learned. I don't you know. You moved in with me. I've we also moved like. Here. Bro- <laughs> You're going to hate me. Actually, wow. I'm not even going to say that. No, I'm curious. Now, go ahead. I don't even know. I'm just trying to think. What of were things. you about to say? Oh, I said I've. Um grown in like the beauty world i learned how to do my eyelashes oh hell no i was like what the fuck do you mean in the these beauty eyelashes world? dude that I changed my, my life hair with a robe tie yeah I i've learned a lot eyelashes. in the tiktok i cut Honestly, my own hair tiktok has been a huge thing like before we got on this podcast i was laughing my fucking ass you're off. literally using you laughing at tiktoks as a big moment of 23 it was stop tiktok but, has been like amazing the royal match game coming into my Okay, life. these are not the things that you're asking <laughs> no. about. No, I don't know. Like, I think just moving here, and I think that 24 that's, for me. That's where we're going next. What, is gonna what's be, 24? What are 24 your, is about to be a good year. I will always say 19 was the best year of my life. Like, it always will be, I think. But That's sad if that's the best year of your life. And as of right now, 19, 19 was the best, time, like, the best year of my life so far. Like, I feel like 19 was a monumental year for me. But 24, I think 24 is going to be either taking that place or second in line. Because what you got I got a what, lot planned what we doing for 24. Here? I don't even know exactly what's up my sleeve. But I want to learn more about me. And I want to learn more about my interest and what I like to do. Like Because like, there's so many hobbies and there's so many activities out there that in like that really like 
at least pique your interest yeah i'm like okay that looks cool like i want to get into skiing and snowboarding i want to make i want to start like taking that up as like a hobby like i want it in the winters like yo you know we're supposed to be climbing a 14 or soon yeah that is not on my bucket list anymore i'm not worried about that anymore I was talking mad shit about wanting to climb a 14er until you get up in those mountains and you're doing it. It is not fun. (laughs) It is not enjoyable. It's not. Like, when you... You want to make me do it by myself? I mean, I'll try to go. But, like, when you feel like that, when you were dead tired and you were hiking up a fucking fat-ass incline, the last... I don't... Like, I just guess maybe I need to have more willpower and more inner strength because I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm turning around now. (laughs) Like, even while hiking that 12-mile Waterton Canyon hike, like, and that was a flat road. But I felt like the flat road fucked with me, too. It hurt my left knees and ankles because I feel like... And it's boring. Just, yeah. It, the views were awesome. It was But the they were place. the same. And the motherfucking sheep. Those dude. animals were scary as I fuck. I can't do it, bro. People have gone there. And when I told them the experience we had there, they were like, wow. I've never... I've been there. People have gone there multiple times because that's, like, a big spot yeah. in the area. So... They're like, wow, like I've been there like three and four times and like I've never seen. But how far did they go? I don't, I mean like you don't. We didn't see any animals until we were at least three miles in. But you, but when we came back, all those, like those houses and stuff, all those deer were in those yards. Like that wasn't that far out. No, but they were but like if deer. we, I know, but if we would have came at a later time, like all those people who were just walking the first like two or three miles, they all got to see those animals too. Like. Yeah. They said that they have never seen any animals there, like, period. Like, none. It was like, I felt like we couldn't turn a corner without seeing one. Like, they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Everywhere. Oh, I don't yeah. know. They are coming but, yeah. for me. 24, this job is going to be amazing. Like, I'm excited for this job. I have a lot of ideas. I've been, like, you know, she's going She's on the path forth. of making her coworkers hate her because she's about I to am. come in guns I'm coming in hot because they need to get it together. I got, like... And that's why I'm thankful for my old job because I had good leaders. Like, we had good leaders. We had strong nurses, like, knowledgeable nurses at my last job. Like, I could go to almost anybody on my unit and ask for help, and I trusted them. Like, at this job, not so much. At this job, I don't really trust anybody. Like, I feel like they hired a lot of weak people. They just needed to get people in here because they needed to open up. And that's fine. But, like, when you're hiring all new grads and you're hiring all, like, fresh people, like, you that's a recipe for disaster. Like, you do realize, like, you are fucking yourself up. And then when you have strong supervisors, like, yeah, that's great, but... I can. I'm one person. I can only do so much. Like if everybody else on the team is weak, you know. Like so, I'm just gonna. I have things planned. Like I think people need more education, but I'm gonna do things like in a leadership way, not like you're fucking stupid. You need to learn this. Right. Like lead. Don't just yeah. Like no. Like and I need to learn how to also like put my words nicer too, because like. I've been getting stressed out at work, too, and, like, I've been just kind of snapping, and I need to learn how to, like, control that a little bit. Yeah, you don't really, like, think through what you're going to say. You kind of just fucking I just say, say it, it as harshly I as do. possible. And I do it at work, too, when I'm frustrated because I get mad. It's, like, when you're a good worker, people think that it's okay to swamp you with work, and that's not fair. Like, I feel like when I'm going into work, like, it's not, like, my assignment and, like, you know, what they do to me is not always fair, and it's big. They're like, oh, well, it's because you're strong. I'm like, well, that's not 
a reason for punishment. Right. You know, get I these, feel like I'm give getting these other people some shit so they I'm like, get strong. I feel like I'm getting punished for being a good worker. I feel like so no matter what the field yeah, is. Yeah, and I'm I, and that's not happening anymore. Like I'm and that's another thing like sticking up for myself. Like I've never stuck up for myself. I feel like when it comes to my family and maybe like my closest friend then yeah, but like I was picked on growing up. I never stood up for myself really. Like people at work like when they say things that I don't agree with, like I don't speak up. And I need to start being more, like, confrontational and more, like, look, I'm not okay with this for this, this, and this reason. Like, you need to stop type thing. Like, I have a hard time saying that yeah. to people. So, yeah, I'm going to work on that. But 24 is going to be a good year. I'm excited to travel. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to make more money. <laughs> like, this job, like, I can't even. Speaking of the job, you've been talking about the story. You had to oh tell me God. four days. Yes, dude. So, at my job, like I obviously can't go into like detail. This better depth. be a good story. It, it might not be. It, it might up, not dude. be. You've been hyping it up for days. But like I obviously can't go into depth because of HIPAA and stuff. Like I can't. Hippos. HIPAA. HIPAA is like people's I know what HIPAA is. protection. You know, so I'm just gonna say a broad story of what happened at work. So we have this patient, and. We're re- I work at a rehab, so like people after having strokes or after having COVID, after having like a leg amputation, like whatever, hip, knee replacement, they come to us. So there's a patient, you know, he just needs therapy, he just needs to get stronger, whatever, so he's there. But he isn't the cleanest patient, like you go in his room and it kind of smells like urine or smells like, like body odor and like... You know, he doesn't really bathe that much, and we try to encourage him to, you know, be more clean, you know, like, hey, like, let's clean up today and stuff, and, like, he kind of gets pissed at us. When I think of he's not the cleanest person, I think, like, he leaves stuff laying around, not, his room smells like urine. It smells like urine, on the like, it smells like he, like, maybe has spilled pee on the floor, but, like, whatever, like, he's a younger guy, so, like, we don't push it, like, at the end of the day, this is your room, like, whatever you want to do in here is fine as long as you're safe, I don't care, like, if you don't want to bathe, like... I can't force you to bathe because when you go home, if you're not going to bathe, you're not going to bathe. Like, whatever. But you better not be fucking falling. Like, that's pretty much it. Like, you better not be in this room falling down because a fall for a nurse is, like, the worst thing that could happen because it is so much paperwork. So, he's, like I said, he's not very clean. And so, like, the nurses are in there and, like, they're, they, they're finding blood. Like, they find blood what in his fuck? sheets and his blankets and they're, like... Yo, like, dude, like, you're bleeding. Like, what the fuck is going on? So they wake him up, and, like, there's just, like, blood at the foot of the bed. Like, like a little puddle of blood. So they pull the covers back, and they're like, yo, like, why are you bleeding? And they look and see that his toenail has fallen off. Like, his whole big toenail has fallen off. And he didn't is, even notice? It is bleeding. So the doctors go in there. And they're getting it all bandaged up and they're like whatever. And they're looking for this toenail. And the patient's not saying anything. And they're like looking for this toenail. They can't find this toenail. The doctor is like, hey, like, do you know where this toenail is? He opens his fucking mouth. No. And pulls his whole, whole entire big toenail well, out of his like mouth. It's like he was just waiting like to present and it to And hands it to the doctor. And is like, it's right here. And that has been the talk of the job lately is this patient was sucking it, on his dead toenail it's like did he bite it off like he it he either peeled it off or it fell off 
and he popped it in his mouth and was sucking on it while Ooh. while they are in there looking for his toenail and i bet you he was probably like damn and this shit is in my mouth and like, while it's bleeding, bleeding everywhere blood everywhere like we were like what the fuck like there's blood all over there. they were freaking out they thought he was like truly hurt and it was his toenail. So they're bandaging it up. The actor is like, they're looking for the toenail. They're like looking through the bed, looking through that the sheets to gross. find it. And he opens his mouth and it's like, it's right here. Dead ass toenail in his mouth. Was it like discolored and nasty and shit? I didn't see it. Oh, you weren't in there? I didn't know. I didn't oh, see it. that would have been cool. I didn't see it. But I heard it about it. And that, is wild. that shit has had me weak as fuck. So when I look at him. Oh, he's still there. Yes, yes, and I was. I wasn't his nurse yesterday, but he was on the unit I was on. Has so anyone like else brought levels. it up to him since? No, like, no. None of the people in that room said, "Why was that in your mouth?" No, like, bro. I don't know. I think the, do- the doctors are probably like, "Why are you eating that?" I would have immediately said, "Why is that in your mouth?" <laughs> like. Maybe someone just needs to fucking call this like, nasty ass on his shit. It wasn't like, you know, a little toenail. Like, you know, a shaving of a toenail. Because people do chew on their toenails. Right. Like, it's gross, but people do do it. Like, whatever. It was the whole big toenail. The whole entire thing. Like, dead, rotten, just in his mouth. Just sucking on it. Oh. I would love to know what was going through his mind when he did that. Like, because you have to feel like the blood start to, like... If, if it was, like, noticeable for them, like, you have to feel your foot is getting bloody. So then he would have had to probably take his toenail. That was probably in blood at that point. And pop it in his mouth. And look at it and be like, this looks good. I wonder what this tastes like. This looks really good. I'm hungry. Man wanted a snack. He's he like, likes a snack. He's a big snacker. Yeah, he's like, hmm. wonder what this would taste like. Pops it in. That or this toenail's been dead and it's been growing and falling and he's been chewing on it for yeah, years. Like, or like, he's like, oh yes, it's about to fall off. Yes, I can't. Or wait. Or like, he's just been watching it, just he's waiting. Like, yes, two more waiting. days. I that's, think that's why he wasn't bathing. He was like, if I leave it, it'll come off. <laughs> I can't risk anything. I know. Can't even get up and walk, so I'm just gonna piss the bed here. <laughs> yeah, this is a dirty fucking guy. I would love to see a, a photo of him to see. Would, can, if you saw just like a headshot of him, would you know? Oh yeah, he's dirty. No. No. Because that seems like extremely dirty. No, you wouldn't. What do you think? Like the percentage of people in the world or not in the world but like in america it is the shower like less than three times a week 50 percent. what that is disgusting dude if you if you I, don't even know like because that's what's crazy is that like you you don't oh uh, like you i don't work see out. what i see you don't see what your mom sees like yeah i know sometimes like getting people to shower it, is like pulling fucking teeth that's insane like, it's not that... Like, I, I work out, so I have to shower every day. But, like, even if I woke up and I was not working out today, and I sit around all day, by the end of the day, I'm like, man, I feel weird. Like, I just need to shower. Like, it's I'm covered crazy. in, like, a I film have, of grime no. that is unacceptable. I would think, like, 50% of Americans do not shower more than three times a week. That is disgusting. I have you a patient, too, because, like, I see a lot of random population. like And I see them, like for all they are yeah. like i see every crook and cranny of their body like i see nook everything and cranny. no yes nook and cranny of their body i'd strip them down and i have to lift their stomach up lift their titties up lift their balls up open up their ass cheeks like i have to look at yeah. them head to toe and like kind of naked. facility isn't like discriminatory but when like you do that social status either so you're seeing like oh, high no. and i'm low seeing end. the rich fuckers and i'm seeing the poor people who like i'm seeing everybody but i will tell you rich poor don't matter people don't wash their ass like you will take you will pull someone's covers back like yesterday just a cloud of must 
patient, big belly, you know, and there's nothing like, and this might be rude, but if you have a lot of meat on you and you're bigger, like you have an odor to you and you might not notice it, but you have an odor to you. And it's usually a yeasty smell that is underneath your titties or underneath your stomach. Like well, these people come accustomed to it. So this woman like, it's, it's normal like she like has a really large stomach and it's like hanging over and so like she lifts her stomach up <sighs> and it just hits me in the face. White, nasty yeast growing all under her stomach. She has sores under her stomach. Smells so bad like and that is that happens daily. Like you like sometimes you walk in patients' rooms and you like I wish that you want to die, and that's why I'm happy we wear masks. We wear masks, and I am so thankful for masks in healthcare now because I was never helping. They help. You'll wear one at work all the time. Yes, they help you. But you can probably still smell it. You can smell it, but you have a barrier between you and it. If that mask is not there, I am literally eating this woman's fat cells. Like I am eating these yeast cells. They are going in my lungs. Like this mask. This mask is protecting me from her fu- or whoever the fuck's nasty particles. Like, oh. yuck. So, yeah, like bathing, people don't do it. Like, patients will come in and they will wear the same clothes from the day they come in to the day they leave, which can sometimes be two weeks. Gross. And they don't take their clothes off. They oh. don't change their clothes. They don't get more clothes brought to them. They'll this shower. That does not make sense to me. But we wash their clothes, but some people don't want their clothes washed. Like, oh, no, it's fine. It's clean. I'm like, it's not clean. Like, you've been here for a week. Your shit is not clean. Like <laughs> They have, like, different underwear, at least? No. Some patients... It is insane. I cannot insane. wear the same underwear Like, I, I think the hardest part of nursing is the odors. Like, I had a patient yesterday take a fat shit in the bedside commode. And bedside commode. A bedside commode. fucking dad. She... <laughs> she... That's what it is. A bedside commode. She shit in it, and she didn't pee at all, so she shit only... And just a big glob of shit sitting, stuck to the bottom of this toilet. And you can literally see everything that that woman ate. I knew she had a fucking taco salad. I was like, she ate a taco salad. I seen the lettuce, the tomatoes, the corn. It looked like... Why were you expecting it to this degree? Because I had to take the shit bucket and walk it to the toilet. And run the bidet on it and clean it. I have to make sure it's clean. And plus, like, the woman has history of a GI bleed. So, like, you have to look in her stool to make sure it doesn't look like there's blood in the stool. Like, it's gross. But as a nurse, like, I, you have to inspect everything. Like, I look at people. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Do I have another story for you? Your girlfriend is a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. So, we, I, there's a new guy. And he, this is crazy. Okay. This, this beats the toenail story, I think. He is Korean-speaking. Like, we had a Korean patient here, whatever. Speaks minimal English. So, he also, like, you know, I think he he may... I don't know. Like, he gets confused. Like, confused patient, whatever. So, I go in in the morning, and I'm giving him his morning medications. And, like, each patient that comes in, they get their own water cup Mm -hmm. to sit, like, on their table or whatever. And in this cup, it looked like... It looked like I see. It was, like, this dark liquid and i thought his family brought him iced tea because his he's korean so his family brought him like korean foods because like when you have patients who aren't american like they usually hate our food and they just they won't and their body's probably not used to that so their family has to bring them food so i thought his family maybe brought him like a canister of tea like whatever i didn't know 
So I'm giving him his morning medications and I'm like, okay, here, like, you know, take your morning meds, whatever. And I hand him this water cup and I'm like, okay, like drink your tea with, with the pills. And he's looking at me and he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, like, what? I'm like, like, what's wrong? I'm like, do you want to know what the medications are? Like, whatever. So I go grab the translator and I bring it in and we're talking and I'm trying to figure out what he's saying. And so I get the translator on finally. And like, he's pointing down his penis. He's like, no, 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 no. And he's pointing down. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, do you have to pee? Like, what's up? Like, what is going on here? Because I was in a huge rush. I'm like, take your pills. Like, I'm trying to leave. Like, come on. So I get the translator and the translator tells me, she's like, ma'am, she's like, this man is trying to tell you that he urinated in his that cup and that is urine that is not iced tea and you were trying to force him to drink it with his morning medications <laughs> and i stopped my jaw dropped i was like oh my god i'm like at least he stopped himself because that toenail dude probably just picked up and then i ah, felt fuck it. so bad because i was like here like because they look because like you just kept two issues here i was like yeah like here like what like, why are you not drinking i'm so confused you mean to tell me this man was pointing this cock and you couldn't tell this is pee? i thought he had to pee because i didn't know what he like i didn't know what he was saying but then when he pointed down i was like this could be urine but the way it looked i'm like why does your urine look like this like well, he probably what? peed into a liquid no, he peed into been, an empty cup. There was nothing in it. There could... You don't know that. No, You I saw do. it with pee in it. I do There know. could have been a little something, and that's what mixed with it. No. His pee is that dark, and because he's dehydrated, so I obviously had to, like, give him water and stuff. But yeah, so my stupid ass almost made that patient drink his fucking piss with his morning medications. I felt mm. so bad afterwards. I was like, wow. Oh, my God. I just took, like... What? A I just took, like, a lap? whole bunch of pigs. All right, well, it's starting to get hot in here, so we're going to have to get this yeah, fan out AC's here. Yeah, AC is broken. Yeah, no shit. We already talked about that. So we have to pull this fan out here, which means we got to wrap this thing yeah, up. Yeah, we also have to go. No, we don't. I we have, have five hours before we have to go anywhere. I don't want to so, go. I want to go back to sleep. Do you have anything else to say to people on your beautiful birthday episode? No, it hasn't even been a birthday episode. I mean, we talked about everything about 23 and I guess 24. I did do a lot of talking just now, though. Yeah, I am getting hot. Mm-hmm. It's starting. I'm starting to get these uh, sweaty sack syndrome going. Okay, ew. All right. But uh, yeah, guys, you know well, the deal. Yep, follow me. Follow her for her birthday. You gonna tell them where? You leaned into the mic. I thought you were about to get that. Oh, one. no, at travelnurse.com. Or I almost said dot com. I know, I was like, the fuck? Travelnurse.com. <laughs> no, on Twitter, and not Twitter. Um, TikTok. I'm having a Instagram. fucking brain fart. Yeah. Like, She's I getting old, even, people. She's getting old. Can't even talk. And follow me at dthac03, Twitter, TikTok, hey. Instagram, subscribe to the show, rate, review. Another thing coming at 24, this video shit. Because oh, yeah. our furniture should be arriving within the next month or so. Yeah. So Sounds good, guys. Let's All right. get it together. I gotta go. I'm hot. Bye. All right. Peace.